0: All right, here we are, back for some more Tim talks. Good to have you, thank you very much. Things to keep us close to nature. This is gonna be a series of talks here um, that I think are really important. I wanna keep coming back to, we have to build our relationship up with nature in order to fight for her. We have to do it. It's the only way we're gonna do anything. And there's some simple, basic things that I think, if you remember, that may touch you with these talks. That get you out into nature. Build your relationship up. Really, so that when the time comes, you will feel nature's cry. You will feel her scream. You'll feel the cry of the earth. Help, help, help. And you'll go to action. So again, things to keep us close to nature. I'm going to read this list that was created in our nature awareness class this year at our Headwaters Outdoor School. And I'll speak about every single one as we go along here. So number one, be barefoot. Walking or sitting as often as you can. Now I know your feet can be tender and it's hard So I I don't expect you to walk barefoot over berries and vines and things like that. But there's a lot of times you can get those shoes off. And not only when you're walking, but when you're sitting, you can get them off. And as any acupuncturist will tell you, the bottoms of your feet have countless pressure points that literally soak the earth up. They literally soak it up. So I have nothing against shoes. Shoes are great technology. I love them and they can be wonderful too. But the more often you get just those bare feet on the bare earth, something magic will happen. Now to make it even better, um, try to walk in what we call the classic fox walk style, which is what a lot of our um, ancestors walked either in moccasins, which were very thin soled, or they walked um, barefoot. And that is slow uh you can go fast when you need to but more often than not slow and steady and think of your feet is like sponges soaking the earth up literally just remind your body to just soak it up just to feel it just kind of go ah just for a minute just take notice internally and say i am walking on the planet earth this being that's floating in space that gives me and all that i love a home that's an amazing thing to think about and let your feet soak her up now you can also take your feet and you can you can put your heel down first roll to the side and then let your feet settle in and soak it up that way that's called fox walking and it's something i probably can show you uh, physically a little better than telling you, but the bottom line is, is that you walk in a way that you honor the earth going slow and steady, soaking it up, appreciating it as you go. I cannot tell you subliminally how phenomenal, phenomenal that will be for you, how good it will feel, and how much you'll, you'll get subliminal learnings and connections from our planet. It's also easier on the planet. As you're walking along, if you see an insect or a beautiful flower or something like that, then you can walk around it and not step on it or crush it. And if you have bare feet, it's less chance you're going to do harm to the earth. Especially especially when you're walking in sensitive places like meadows of wildflowers or wetlands, those kinds of things, it can be much easier on the earth. So just to repeat, be barefoot walking or sitting, as often as you can. That will change your life forever and build your relationship with the Earth. Number two, get in water. Lakes, rivers, streams, hot or cold, get in water. I can't tell you how often I see people in my own school that just don't want to get in the water, literally Water is what makes our planet livable. It's what makes our planet livable. There'd be no life here without water. There's other factors too. But when you look at the earth from space, what makes it so beautiful, that bluish color you see, the clouds, is water. Build a relationship with water. Talk to it, observe it, listen to it, with your deepest, deepest, deepest feelings. Touch it. Get your body into it. Open your eyes underwater. Swim underwater. Let it flow over you. Sit in waterfalls. Sit in rapids when you can. Um, The more you can get in the water, the better. If it's cold, enjoy the cold. Then get out and get warm. You know, obviously you don't kill yourself. Don't get in water that's going to freeze you to the point where it's hypothermia and not safe. That's just an obvious thing. But it's okay to be a little cold. It's not going to be the end of the world. Particularly if it's a nice hot day, then dry off in the sun, and then you can feel the magical... You can get in the water and get cold and get blessed by it, and then you can go out and land the sun. And that other element, the sun, sunlight, that brings life to the earth, You can let that sun warm you and dry you off and and feel it. And between that and the water right there, that's what we call a sacred moment in nature or a number of sacred moments in nature. Forever, your life can be changed. Those moments add up to making you an earth caretaker. Drink the water. Anytime it seems safe out of creeks and rivers and so forth, especially if there's springs or there's snow melt, You don't have to worry about any pollution being in them. Drink the water. Splash it on your face. Dunk your head in it. Put your feet in it. Get in the water. To repeat, get in the water. Lakes, rivers, streams, hot or cold. Hot springs are great. It's a sacred experience. It'll it'll build your relationship with the earth. It'll make you an earth caretaker. But you have to do it. The third one, and then I'll, I'll stop for this Tim Duck, is get out in the weather. Get out in the weather. Now, I'm a nature photographer. So some of the most beautiful times we photograph, nature photographers, we photograph in so-called difficult weather. I never liked it when a newsman would say, when they're, they're telling you the weather, and they'd say, well, bad weather's coming, meaning rain and snow and sleet. That's not bad. That's what the earth needs. Water, rain, snow, sleet. You just have to be more careful. I, didn't, I don't really like that adjective, bad. Um, even as a kid, I used to go, why is that bad? What I learned as a nature photographer and as a lover of nature, nature is so powerful in powerful weather. Whether it's raining, snowing, windy, you name it, get out in it, if it's safe. There are times when, yes, it's so serious, the weather, that you need to take cover and stay covered. Then, as soon as the storm's over, go out immediately. That's another incredibly magical time. Go out immediately once the storm's over. But if you can get out in a storm, if you can get out in the rain and the snow and the sleep, you'll also have the great benefit of most people won't go out. And as we grow into a more crowded world where there's humans everywhere, you'll be able to be alone or have very few people out when there's difficult weather. It'll be your place wherever you, you go. Whatever place you go, it'll be your place. They'll be gone. So get out in inclement weather. Catch it all. You name it. Every possible kind of weather there is. Get out there and catch it. Ho.